Welcome to today's episode, number four now with uh, Fred Clare, Life in the Front Office. I'm Jake Hirschman. Uh, really enjoyed hearing Fred Pat so far in the first three episodes, um, talking about you know their career paths and, and their life in the front office, but really now time to dig into you know those components of being in a career in sports. You know, one of the topics we wanted to cover today with Fred was mentoring, being a mentor, and just the, the overall topic of mentorship. So, Fred, good morning. Good morning, Jake, and uh, good to be with you. Absolutely. And so today we wanted to discuss a little bit about, you know, and this, and this, and this stems from, you know, my, my mentorship with yourself and Andy and, and, uh, and others that I've had throughout my career so far, uh, you know, as a young professional and trying to develop, you know, obviously you can learn from experience, but another way to really learn and, and help progress your uh, career and knowledge is through learning from others who have already done there and uh, done it and, and been there. Uh, and so, you know, yourself, I know you've mentioned, you've mentored many, many people. Um, talk a little bit about, you know, for those young uh, professionals that want to get into sports or that are already in the sports industry and maybe are struggling to find that mentor, maybe how to find a mentor and what that process looks like. Uh, very definitely, Jake. And uh, I first want to take one step back because I was very blessed to have a great team of mentors uh, I joined the Dodgers, was fortunate to join the Dodgers when uh, I was in my 30s, uh, young and eager. And the Dodger organization at that time, in the front office, you had Walter O'Malley, uh, Camp Panis, of course, uh, a great baseball man, Bill Schweppe, who ran the farm system, my direct boss initially, Arthur Red Patterson, who was really one of the uh, first people to really uh, see the value and be given the position to capitalize on public relations and publicity. In addition to, uh, from the baseball side, people like Walter Alston, uh, great coaches, Monty Basgall and Red Adams. But I mention that because it was my foundation. I, I was put in a position where I could observe, watch, work with this group of people on a daily basis. And there's no question in my mind that for whatever achievement I have had, uh, the, the, much of that stemmed from the good fortune that I had to be around great people uh, and to learn from them. So I think that uh, in fast-forwarding over uh, now a number of decades, having had that opportunity, uh, that great, if you would, education, uh, it really, uh, I think, helped to inspire me or give me the desire to help other young people that came into the Dodger organization and um, when I think about the timeline, the passage of time, and uh, people that uh, I had was in a fortunate position to be able to hire and to work with and to see their success, 
Steve Brenner, who runs one of the top sports marketing companies in the country, Bill Schumart, now the president of the Spatial Olympics, Ben Wang, who was a, a bat boy when he started and now is the CEO of a, a significant uh, biotech company, Mike Fox, who runs one of the top trucking companies, Jeff Fellinser, uh, who is a uh, teacher at USC, uh, and uh, also um, uh, Gary Call and Peter Seidler, who now uh, are president of Major League Baseball teams. I say that because I was in the position to help, and, and the satisfaction that watching these careers unfold is really significant and satisfying, Jeff, and, and I think uh, 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 really significant and satisfying, and I think that something that um, just leads me to want to continue to help in any way that I can. Yeah, and you talk about, you know, obviously the success that those people have had. You know, what was maybe the key to developing those relationships over time and kind of what fostered to you know, ultimately become a successful uh, mentorship and, and for themselves to transition into those uh, endeavors that they did? You know, Jake, when I look at this as far as the role of the mentor, a couple of things uh, stand out. I've always really seen this as a way to open the door to an opportunity or to provide uh, the best guidance possible that I can. But I would be the first to say that that really is the key role in terms of guidance helping others uh, find and prepare for opportunities because the credit belongs to really to each of these people in what they've been able to achieve. I think from a mentor standpoint, what I have always looked for is the evaluation of that person. What, what is his, that, his or hers what is the desire? What is the makeup? What is it that encourages me to want to do more? And uh, I have now had the uh, good fortune of experience being able to identify traits in people that are uh, common traits among those who've gone on success. It's in many ways, much like if you would, the judgment of a baseball player from the standpoint, what is his character? What is his makeup? What is his passion? What is his desire? Because once I recognize that, then I know I have the opportunity to work with someone who's got a great, great chance to succeed. You can't implant this. You can't uh, transfer this, transplant this, but you can identify it. Yeah, and, and you talk about, you know, being a mentor to many different types of people. Talk about a little bit on, you know, 
what being a mentor to one person is versus another person. And, and when you're maybe in a work situation, your boss may be your mentor. They may not be your mentor and you may have mentors outside of work. I, I think Jake that, um, really being a keen observer of those uh, who you are working with and and seeing how they go about their daily tasks, not intruding, but learning from. So observation, listening become key, key factors uh, in terms of uh, uh, of identifying uh, people, you know that uh, that they have real opportunities, but again, it falls to them to uh, to take the path and to continue with the passion to achieve success. I think one thing in terms of the role of a mentor that is uh, really very important in all of this. And I think it's reflected over time, again, now in a position to see how others have gone on. And it's a, a saying that I believe in, whether it is coaching or whether it is mentoring uh, or anytime you're trying to assist. And it's this, you have to show that you care before you tell or say what you know you have if you're going to be successful as a mentor you really need to be able to uh, show that person to establish that link that you really care about them and care about their success uh, and then let them respond to that um, because uh, not everyone is, uh, reaches the levels that they would hope for or that you would hope for. But if you're truly committed and show in a, in a caring way, which is easy to identify, then, uh, then I think that you're on the right path. Yeah, and great point. But, you know, one thing people may first think of when they talk about mentors is, oh, that person has to be older, that person has to be higher up, that person has to be wiser. I mean, at the end of the day, the mentor and the mentee develop a relationship that, quite frankly, uh, goes, you know, two streets, right? It can't be it can't be a one way street, you know, with one person just helping another, it has to have importance to both people correct and and very definitely jake in fact uh you know after dodger days one of the things that i wanted to do was to be involved in teaching and the opportunity to have an association with usc with long beach state with fordham and with caltech the one thing that became very clear to me in teaching and this was very clear in mentoring that you learn by teaching. You re reinforce your own knowledge. You learn from those that those young people or any person that you're working with and and uh, and dealing with. 
it is definitely a two-way street. Uh, and it, it's, uh, it's also a, uh, a great area of responsibility because when you're teaching, when you're guiding, that, that uh, you, you need, if you're going to be successful, to lead by example. And if you don't do the things and, and fail to do the things that you're asking others to do, you're not going to be successful as a mentor. So it is very definitely, and that's one of the real joys. It, it's really from the standpoint of a quote mentor, I, I must say it is a great learning experience for someone because the other thing that I've always liked about it is the uh, uh, being able to have the questions come my way in terms of of trying to guide and yet having some person or asking why is this so or what about this approach that's all a learning situation and it's uh, mutually beneficial yeah fred i mean i think i think back to you know our our relationship and you know you being a mentor to me and i think back to you know how it got started uh, our good old friend Kurt Calicchio in in Colorado introduced me to you uh, after my first summer ball season in in Fort Collins, Colorado, and I was fortunate enough to come you know down to your office in Pasadena after uh, class one day when I was at the University of Redlands, and you know I think it's the ability to take the time right on on one person's end, obviously to to start the relationship, but then you know, I could have met with you that one day and uh, we could have had a great conversation like we did. And then that would have been that. Right. And, and if there was no follow up on my end and if there was no continuous follow up on my end, obviously I, I worked for you with scoutables and we've done some other things together. But, you know, talk a little bit about what it really takes to really grow a relationship within being a mentor and a mentee and and what it takes from both sides to fully know comprehend uh, what it can get to jake a a great framing of a very important part because as the person wanting to learn as the young person as the person seeking knowledge my my main point is this you have to make it happen I, i i think of two people that come to mind right away in terms of great success. Ari Kaplan, one of the top analytical people in the game of baseball, uh, a brilliant young man and friend. He was a freshman at Caltech when he came to me. And, uh, and with the, his passion uh, for baseball and his interest in baseball and his uh, wonderful analytical mind, and so he reached out to me, and I gave him the opportunity to come in to Dodger Stadium to meet with me because of a report that he wanted to do and talking to our players and coaches, which started a more than 30-year relationship. I then, who wasn't uh, in sports at the time, reached out to me, but who had this clear passion of wanting to get back into the game and an interest in international baseball. 
who is now the uh, president of Baseball New Zealand. Now, now, here here is the important point. Both of these people reached out, and I responded. Not everyone is going to respond, uh, but you, you just have to accept that, and and you can't force that. You have to identify those those people those people with experience you you have to identify you continue to try but at some point you have to realize that this this path isn't going to work because i i'm not getting the feedback that i need it's not with any uh anger or shouldn't even be with any disappointment if you've had the opportunity to have a conversation or in fact, even to have an exchange of emails. You continue to try, but if you're not able to make the connection that you know is something that is beneficial, because of what? Because it seems to me that this person that I'm involved with care about what I'm doing. And then when that one clicks, then you have a chance to really involve. You have to be realistic, you have to be hopeful and you have to be ready to uh, move on because uh, there are some people who are willing to take the time, who enjoy the role, um, and there are others who simply are too busy with what they're doing and understandably that it's not the right connection. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, everyone everyone has their own agenda. Everyone has their way of giving back. I know that um, for someone like myself, you know, as I've had many mentors early on, you know, I want to be able to give back to other people as I go on because, you know, that's, that's how I got to where I am. And I think anyone who kind of understands that then finds the time to make it happen. And I know that there's, you know, plenty of things that come up, but it's, it's a continuous perseverance of, you know, continuing to make that connection and reach out. And, and like you said, it's got to be natural. It has to flow. It's got to be easy. It's got to be mutually beneficial. Um, and on that note, I want to take a quick break and then we'll go into, you know, some more key points and insights as to really how to find a mentor. You know, it's, it's, we talk about um, the whole mentorship process, but, you know, for those who would say, oh, well, Fred, how do I go about it? We'll talk about that in a second. Life in the front office is all about helping those who want to work in sports and currently work in sports rise to the top. So if you want to share with your friends, please share on LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and follow us and subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And enjoy. And welcome back to our episode today with Fred Clare talking about mentors. Um, we previously were discussing, you know, how mentorships work, what relationships uh, evolve into of being a mentor and a mentee. And we wanted to really touch more uh, on for those who are, you know, looking to get into sports or currently in sports, looking to find a mentor, really what that process looks like. And Fred will have some very interesting insights as to, you know, 
whether it's a step-by-step process or really just things to consider uh, when talking to those types of people. Fred? I think the one of the key steps uh, is as someone seeking advice and seeking guidance, be prepared. Be prepared for an opportunity that you're going to have. If you get the chance to uh, be involved with someone, to approach someone, and, and on that point, I think one of the, the key steps is to reach out and to say or make contact through uh, email or a phone call if possible that I would like to spend just 10 or 15 minutes with you if you have the time because this is the area where I'm interested. And I realize there may not be a position at this time, but I want to, um, uh, I would greatly appreciate that opportunity. When that opportunity comes, the person that you're approaching, you have an obligation yourself as the one seeking advice to be prepared on the subject that you're dealing with, the person that you're dealing with. What was his path? Show that you have a knowledge of that person's background. Not that I can just meet with this person who's been successful without knowing that person's path to success or to achievement or to the position that he has. So being prepared, I think, is critically uh, important. And, and I think that uh, the approach to that uh, is extremely important. And so much of that uh, in today's world uh, is via email because you're not always going to get the chance, certainly, to get someone on the, the phone. So how you present yourself becomes critically important. Uh, the, 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 very, uh, the, the very basics of a well-written uh, email in terms of stating what it is you're hopeful for, how you present yourself. And on this note that I would take a, a side point on this today, Jake, with all of the social media of today, because this comes into play. What is it that you do? Who are you? The, and, and it's so easy to identify on social media that if you're not presenting yourself in a serious manner, then you're losing ground. And I think many young people fail to realize this. I talked to someone with a, a major league club recently who said, Fred, you know, the, one of the first things we do, we look at Facebook, we look at Twitter, we examine where this person is on social media. Because you should be presenting yourself in that interview as to your interest, that you're serious about this, that you're dedicated to uh, moving forward. And if everything around you doesn't reflect that, or some things around you don't reflect that, you, you've made a major misstep. You've made a major misstep because that is who you are from a public standpoint. And I, I think that's a, a very, very uh, key point uh, in all of this. 
uh, as you seek out uh, people uh, who are in a position to offer guidance. Yeah, I mean, Fred, one of the first things I did early on was, you know, tried to utilize LinkedIn as a tool to, you know, research what people did and, you know, maybe their career paths, looking at kind of what steps they took, uh, if they were people that I wanted to try and learn from and, and learn about what they did. You know, when you click on that person's profile, they, they can then see what, you know, yours is. And if you don't have, to your point, a professional look, a professional uh, vibe, per se, of, of what you are trying to do or accomplish, um, you know, the likeliness that that person responds, like you were alluding to earlier in the podcast, you know, is probably not as high. Uh, one of the things that I actually came upon on LinkedIn scrolling through the other day was there was someone from uh, an NFL team that I'm connected with. And, and he had said, you know, one of the things that, is ch- that has changed over the last few years with young people trying to get into sports is that they are never prepared for that that call, that, that question, um, seeking time with that person that may be a mentor, maybe, maybe a job interview, but, uh, the lack of preparation, which is ironic because there are so many resources, whether it is social media or the Georgia straight, you know, the internet to find out what people do, what news is going on, being able to spark a conversation, find common ground about schools or whatever it might be. You know, let's talk about uh, what maybe you would do in this situation. Uh, you know, if you were trying to get into sports and young and, and in college or in grad school, et cetera, um, what direction you would take? Well, I think the uh, I think one of the uh, the key things is just uh, being driven by a desire and thought of wanting to make this happen and and that's why i always go back to a a key word that from what i've seen is so instrumental in the success stories that i've been involved with and that's the passion the passion of wanting to achieve this the another key component is uh, curiosity and knowledge. Be prepared. Be able to, uh, to, to have as much background as you can have on any subject so you are knowledgeable about that and that you have uh, a willingness to uh, to accept a position or to talk about a position where basically, and, and, and I've said this to, to many students and young people, if they're in this position, that look, I'm willing to start at any level. I'm, in, I'm willing to do whatever it takes or to travel wherever I need to go. So I think being uh, prepared, and I think the other thing, Jake, that becomes very important is that once a contact is made, and even if you're not getting the responses that you want, continue to stay 
in touch in a professional way that you've had the opportunity now to meet with someone, but you're not getting uh, any uh, a return response from some of the things you do. Don't give up on that. As long as you are professional and you're keeping someone up to date in well-presented thoughts uh, that you have or on your career path, I, I can't tell you how many times in dealing with students or others who have an interest in the, a career in sports where their email or their phone call that just came through a day ago came at a time when someone was reaching out to me looking for a person for possible employment. So it's just not a one-time type of, of, of effort. And uh, it, it's a continual effort and building the best network that you can have. Because ultimately, Jake, it's not just a mentor. I, I'm a big believer that as you move on or you have a position, whatever that position may be, may be you are wise to seek your own personal board of directors that being more than one person, that being people that you can call upon for advice. Uh, I had a call just this morning from a, um, a young man who's got a great background and is a uh, candidate for a general manager job that's open in Major League Baseball. He has pre prepared himself uh, by reaching out to so many people that he knows and trusts and has built a relationship with, he is going to be prepared for this job interview. Because the other part of this, in no matter what the field is, is there's a scouting report on each of us. So, you know, you, you, one is seeking help, one is seeking guidance, but ultimately what you as that individual are all about, I alluded to how you present yourself in social media, everything that you do, every job that you've had, uh, there is a scouting report on you and rightfully so. So, in addition to being prepared, always hold yourself to the highest possible standards. And, you know, there's, a, there's another approach to this also, Jake, and that is it's learning from others that you don't know, uh, but you follow in terms of reading about careers, learning from careers, continue the, again, the point of curiosity the point of knowledge. These are the things that, that will make a difference in your life and your career because the career paths will change. Jay, it's interesting. We're talking about careers and sports. But what's really fascinating to me is a number of people that young people where I've been fortunate to be involved have moved on into totally other areas of business and have found success because of the things that they learn 
uh, in an involvement in the sports business. So there are no limitations and, and, and one's view should not be limited in terms of uh, what the possibilities are. Well, it are. certainly seems like, you know, you've learned many, many things about being a mentor and, and from your mentorships. Um, what is maybe the one thing that you've learned about being a mentor, you know, all these years that has helped you separate yourself, you know, from others as you've moved throughout your career and then also um, as you've continued to help other people along the way? Well, I, I would say this, Jake, the, <laughs> the greatest satisfaction in all of this the true reward and I, I would only hope that people in a position to be mentors i would only hope that there's the realization of the the the, the payback the rewards that you receive are so much greater than what you gave uh i had a call from a uh, former student at USC recently, and um, he wanted to, he reached out to me because he saw that I was on LinkedIn, and he called me to say uh, how meaningful uh, the class that I was involved with at USC, how meaningful that that was uh, for him, and in fact, I recalled him for for one reason: he was a student at USC who had a part-time job on an insurance company with an insurance company and had suggested me to be a, a speaker at a group function where they were having. And as I think back about it, that was one thing that kind of separated or enabled me to uh, identify him. Uh, but we met for lunch just recently and to see his success and to have him state uh, how meaningful uh, I had been in his path well, it was of, of great significance and, and, and great satisfaction. I mean, I, I, I take uh, pride in that, in that I had this opportunity. So it is a, um, an opportunity. And, and the relationships and the friendships uh, if you're in for if you're fortunate, uh, go on in in time and uh, again become a very rewarding part of uh, of life. So I, I feel honored to um, have been able to be of help. Want to continue to do just that, but but it has to happen that the the person seeking the guidance, the person seeking the gold. It, it still comes back uh, that you as that individual, you have to make it happen. It's not given to you. And it's not because you simply know someone and have a chance to have an interview. That's not what's going to separate you. You as that individual will, will provide that separation of what it is about you that identifies you and who you are and, 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 and why that you uh, could have these wonderful uh, opportunities, uh, but you must be prepared. Yeah, Fred, and uh, well said. Uh, 
you know, a little sneak peek on separating yourself to Pat Gallagher's uh, episode in the near future. Uh, you know, also another sneak peek into Andy Dolich's next episode of being a leader. And I think, you know, being a mentor is, is definitely being a leader in many ways. Um, we really enjoyed having you on today. Uh, stay tuned, obviously, for the following episodes. Fred will be back on soon. Uh, we may even have one of his mentors or mentees on with him next time. Um, and we look forward to discussing more about, you know, ultimately how to build a career in sports, work in sports. And, and if you already work in sports for those listeners, how to really uh, continue a successful career and be a mentor for someone else. So thank you for listening, Fred. Appreciate your participation and have a good one. Great to be with you, Jake. And uh, we do look forward to helping in any way that we can. Uh, Andy, Pat, myself have been very fortunate with uh, long-term careers in the business world of sports and we share the common goal of uh, wanting to give back and wanting to help and wanting to give guidance uh, to those and uh, so I, I enjoy this and want to continue to be of whatever help that I can be uh, to the young people who will be tomorrow's leaders. and appreciate you mentioning giving back if you like if you would like to give back and provide a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, please do so. We'd really appreciate it. And also provide any feedback to lifeinthefrontoffice at gmail.com. We can answer any questions and uh, provide those on the next episode. We thank you for listening and tune in for the next time. Thanks.